watched a movie last night Yeah, I've never seen this one before Yes, I swear it's brand new And I'm sharing it with you I watched a movie last night And now I'm sharing it with you June 1st, 1990, with a Metacritic score of Wall Street Plus One, from the director of Showgirls <laughs> and the star of Red Sonja, we're talking today about 1990s Total Recall, a movie that I rewatched this week, and until about you know 15 minutes ago when getting the last notes together, really, really thought was from the 80s. Yeah, first of all, you got me good with Wall Street Plus One, I wasn't prepared for that, and uh, second of all... Not only thought this was like an 80s movie, I didn't think this was like a fringe 80s movie. I thought this was like an 80s movie. Right, right, right. And look, let's, you know, to be fair. To be fair. 1990, and even as far as 1991, is like an honorary 80s year. Yeah. Like, they're in. They're in the club. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, the same way, look, if you really think about it, like 1980 and 81, definitely attribute more to the 70s. So I'm calling Total Recall an Arnold Schwarzenegger 80s action flick, whether the calendar be damned. Yeah, I don't think anybody would argue you, because this is definitely 80s Arnold. This is not, I'm about to do Last Action Hero Arnold. Those are two different Arnolds. Correct. Although he was about to do Last Action Hero, like it's like three years later. Yeah. So let's do some notes comparison. I saw this in the theaters as a 17-year-old. Okay. How about you, buddy? I saw this maybe twice. I only have a memory of really seeing it, seeing it once. And I think I was in the neighborhood of 11, somewhere in that world. Does 11-year-old you remember a bulging eye socket sequence? Mm, Vaguely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because that's what I remembered the most. Well, there was another thing I remembered as well. As an 11-year-old, there's one very specific part of this movie that I remember. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and we'll just get that out of the way for those of you who don't know. This movie was the first ever, as far as I know, and, and the last ever to feature an actress with uh, not two, but three breasts in Correct. her body, chestal area. <laughs> Correct. In her cavity. Like, it's not, <laughs> yeah, there's not like one on her back or something. It's, it's, it's. You know, no, where they would be, I guess. But one more. Where they are, but with another one. But one more, right. And once again, 17-year-old me was enthralled. 48-year-old me was like, man, that was really not the best costume. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, yeah. Actually, interesting, weird fact I found while researching. The actress who played that role said she was more embarrassed than if she had actually been... Um, uh, expo- fully like topless in the movie she felt it was like a really oddly private thing and didn't realize it going into it until actually doing it and then she was like really emotionally upset by it which oh that's sad. Is sad to hear i yeah I, you know I, I i don't think a lot of people would have pictured what that would be like um anyhow back to the movie itself i gotta say buddy this held up really well, not the special effects, okay? Like, there's there's miniatures going on that, 
you know, and it, it, apparently it's one of the last movies, the last Hollywood kind of action movies to do the miniature effect. They're not bad, but they would definitely be tightened up with modern CGI. Fair. The um, all of the effects, otherwise, a lot of physical practical effects, no CGI in the movie, but a lot of the there's some very obvious green screening happening that that they could tighten up. But I will say you this, my friend. If they were to simply find the original footage and redo all of the special effects to modern standards and a couple of tweaks here and there on some some dialogue and whatnot, I think this movie holds up pacing, action, plot, all of it. Wow. All of it. Yeah. Huh. I'm like genuinely surprised to hear that. Not because I have any bad memories of this being a bad movie. I think I remember liking the movie a lot. But that's just like a you know as an '80s Arnold film. That's a that's a lot to. That's a, I mean that that's impressive. I'm impressed. Yeah, same. And look, you know his his dialogue's cheesy and stilted. It's Arnie, you know. But who cares? That's what I it's want. Fun. Yeah, yeah. That's what I want from him. So we're going to start with my first question. Do you know who wrote the original story that Total Recalls uh, stems from? Yeah, absolutely not. Nope. Okay, it's a man named Philip K. Dick. Have you heard that? Have you heard of him? Yes. He's well-known, uh, prolific sci-fi author. Yes. JT, I'm going to give you some movies. Okay. You're going to tell me which of them he, he wrote the original uh, short story. He wrote mostly short stories. Okay. So, ready for that? This one was called, by the way, uh, We Can Remember It For You Wholesale. Which, in, in retrospect, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I can't wait to screw this part up. Let's go. It'll be fun. Okay. Here we go. Ten movies. Okay. Not including, obviously, this one. Right. Right. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Ooh. No. Correct. Yay. Minority Report. Ooh. Minority. I'm going to say yes. Correct. Okay. Dark City. Dark City. I don't have any idea what movie that is. Is that bad? It's with, uh, not Discount Johnny Deck, Discount Keanu Reeves. I'd have to look up his name really quick <laughs> to find him. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's, a, it's another twisty, turny, odd, odd kind of movie. I'm just going to say no. I don't know. No, it's correct. The Fountain. No. Also correct. Blade Runner. Oh no, we've talked about Blade Runner a fair amount. I actually think I I think I know he did do this. Correct. Do androids dream of electric sheep? It's yeah, famous. it is his most famous. That's the one I was really hoping you'd get. Of all the rest, if you got them all wrong, but that one I'd have been like, whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Inception. No. Correct. The Adjustment Bureau. No. Incorrect. Oh. You were doing great, buddy. I was doing really good. Yeah. This is like JT's redemption episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Brazil. Oh, God, that movie's horrible. Uh, no. Correct. Paycheck. Paycheck? Um, who was in Paycheck? Ben Affleck. Oh, right. Was that and, the one? Uh, I think 
Aaron Eckhart, I believe. Was Anna Ken- No, that's not what I'm thinking of. He was in a movie with Anna Kendrick too. Paycheck's the one I'm thinking of. I've said I'm just gonna say yes. Correct. Well, good for me. I would say P- Paycheck, much like The Fountain, are two titles of movies that you would not expect to be highly twisty, yeah, bizarre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh for our tenth option. So yes, you were correct about Paycheck. Uh last up is Looper. Ooh. So here's the thing. I want to say yes, because it feels on brand, but that movie was such a, not a good movie, in my opinion. I'm going to say no. Ding, ding, ding. Nine out of 10. Ladies and gentlemen, this man knows his Philip K. Dick. Everybody, uh, this has been my last episode. It's been a pleasure. (laughs) Thank you very much. And I'm out. It's probably good timing because, to be honest, the next one that I got queued up for you is just going to be a disaster. Perfect. Well, I'm glad I did well on one. So what I want to take a moment before we go into our next question is because I picked 10, like, they're all twisty, play with your mind or time and space or things like that. So when I first saw Total Recall, I'll tell you exactly – and I've seen it a few times, but I have not seen it since, let's go, 93, 95, somewhere in there. Been a while. But every time I saw it, so starting at age 17, I'd always perceived the story to be, you know, by the way, the guy's guy's character name is Quaid. Oh, I know. How how nice is that? So not baby Quaid, but, you know, straight up Quaid. Just Quaid. So when Quaid goes into the place called Recall to have his memory, basically he goes to get a memory inserted. Right. Right. And shenanigans ensue. Always. As they would. When I saw it as a kid or as a teenager, I had always perceived the storyline of, yeah, well, you know, it could be that none of this really happened, but that era of my brain couldn't have really processed that. So I sort of looked at it like, no, 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 these things actually did happen. Right. And it was just a fun way to just kind of a fun romp through memory and stuff. Rewatching it this week, maybe it's because of movies like The Matrix, which is hands down a remake of this movie. And, and we can go there or not, if you would like. There's a red pill moment by my friend. Okay. Like, there's a red pill moment. Okay. Like, take this if you want to believe the truth. Okay. Um, which they actually acknowledge there is some there's some influence. Bar- borrowing. Inspiration. Inspiration. Creative license. But this time watching it, I really watched from the moment... He, you know, goes to sleep for the memory insertion procedure to begin that actually we have no idea if anything after that moment of the movie ever happened or if the rest of everything we saw was all inside his head. And it was really a different way to watch the movie. Um, Yeah, insert mind blown gif here because definitely 11 year old JT was not like, this could be fake. I was just like, oh, now we're here. Yeah. Right, right. Like. 17-year-old Jeremy was like, oh, yeah, no, the thing went wrong. And now he's and it uncovered. There was a whole term like he, they, we, they found, what was it, a memory cap or something like that? Like there's all this great terminology they use in the, in the movie, like it, it, as if this all works. And now watching, I was like, oh, wow, really great job on you, Philip K. Dick and, right. and Paul Verhoeven for actually directing it in a way. And he's never said, he's never said the whole point is... We don't know. Well, one of my favorite things that you can do as a director or filmmaker is to just keep your mouth shut and just not ever say it. It's the same thing with like Nolan with Inception, right? Like, right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, actually, the last thing I want to mention is uh, before I stop saying Philip K. Dick every other sentence in this podcast, here's the craziest trivia I learned this past week. You know the movie Minority Report? Yeah, I actually, um, even though I'm not a big Tom Cruise guy, really enjoy that movie. So that was envisioned as a sequel to this. Interesting. And they couldn't get it out of development hell or whatever the term is from, from the early 90s. Went back off to where it went to. And there's a ton of that. Like Arnold was supposed to be in um, Die Hard. And Paul Verhoeven was supposed to direct Die Hard. And then they went off to do different things and it got picked up and became the Die Hard we all know. Wow. But could you imagine... Arnold, like you couldn't make Die Hard work with Arnold Schwarzenegger. No way, dude. No way. No. And I love True Lies, by the way. Like I love True Lies, but it's because it is an inherently different kind of movie. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. But now that we've been talking a little about Arnold. Yes. I know you know he's he's moved he he's career progressed post acting. Sure. Became a governor. As I've heard. Now he basically seems to hang out with a llama and an alpaca and, and make clever TikTok videos. He's got a lot of animals. A lot. The other thing is he's known for some very inspirational quotes and doing lots of good things. This is going to be a tragedy. Okay. This is going to be an epic tragedy, sir. <laughs> so I have for you 10 action stars. Oh my God. 10 motivational quotes from them in real life. Great. And all you got to do is line them up. Yeah, I'm sure those would be easy. Sure. <laughs> so I give you two choices. I just do the quote and you guess who it might be. Or I give you the, the pool of actors to choose from. No. What would you prefer? It's good. That's too many people. I'm not going to keep. I'm not going to remember anyway. I'll just guess. Okay. Sounds good. In no particular order. So one of these is Arnold's. Great. That's as far as. <laughs> we'll, that's, that is one. Your only clue. Aggressively helpful. Thank you. You got it. And technically, one of them is it would have fit into our not a cameo. So one of these is not a real actor. It's not going to matter. <laughs> nope, not at all. <laughs> Maybe two of them, actually. Who knows? We will start with... Everyone has a plan till they get punched in the mouth. Um, so that's annoying because I definitely know this movie. Uh, hmm. They're all action action stars. Or it, there is a there is a non actor non cameo that I have included in here. I, I'm gonna go with like Apollo Creed. I don't I don't remember what this is from. You're so close. You're so you've got the right physical activity, but now that's what that guy does for a living. Okay, so I so I have to guess the actor who said this, and that the actor was playing a boxer, which would be the no. One. This is this is the non. This is the boxer. Oh, this is actually a boxer who said this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who acted? A boxer who acted? Yeah, and you mentioned in last week's episode. Mike Tyson. Yeah. Oh, when did what movie was this? That's not from a movie. This is a real quote of Mike Tyson's. Oh, these are not movie quotes. These are just no. quotes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is gonna be even harder than I thought it was. I'm gonna be so Way mad harder. at this. Yeah, but Mike Tyson. Cool. Mike Tyson said that. There we go. <laughs> Next up. I'm always asked, what's the secret to success? But there are no secrets. Be humble, be hungry, and always be the hardest worker in the room. 
Sylvester Stallone. The Rock. Ugh, ugh, fine. If you always put limit on everything you do, physical or anything else, it will spread into your work and into your life. There are no limits. There are only plateaus. And you must not stay there. You must go beyond them. <laughs> My instinct to just guess... Uh, <laughs> the same person over and over again is very high, but I won't. Uh, you said no limits? Yeah. Vin Diesel. <laughs> Bruce Lee. Okay. I try to work out my mind more these days. I try to eat right. I don't drink. I don't smoke. And I take the skin off chicken. But I'm not on, I'm not on no special diet. I like my steak and potatoes, ice cream, donuts. I'm not on no special diet. That was verbatim. Try to eat healthy. I'm not on no special diet. Trying to think of. This is the hardest one to guess in the entire list. Great. That's great news for me. Yeah. I'm trying to. It's actually, you know, it's weird being put on the spot. It's hard to think of action stars. Oddly. Um, I wish I, are they, are they all eighties or they, they run the gamut because the rock's not new or the rocks. They're not all. They're all over the map. Um, this one, mostly 80s. Dolph Lundgren. Mr. T. Oh, gosh. I feel like I should have gotten that right. I think I tried to pick ones where there's sort of maybe a tie-in to the person. Yeah. Life's six rules for success. Trust Number one, trust yourself. Number two, break some rules. Number three, don't be afraid to fail. Number four, ignore the naysayers. Number five, work like hell. Number six, give something back. Trying to think of somebody who's an action star who can count that high. <laughs> uh, and I'm trying to think of somebody who might be known for giving back, maybe. Action star known for giving back. I don't feel like this is Arnold. Uh, who's another good action? Who's an action star that give? I'm trying to think of like somebody who's got like a charity or does something cool. Oh, I don't know. Sylvester Stallone again. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, man. All right. But we've got five to go, and the two of your wrong guesses are in these five. So okay. we'll see how you do. Okay. Okay. I'm not the richest, smartest, or most talented person in the world, but I succeed because I keep going and going and going. Okay. It's the last time I'm guessing him, but I think that this actually could be Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. Yay! Yo, Adrian. Exercise, prayer, and meditation are examples of calming rituals. They have been shown to induce a happier mood and provide a positive pathway through life's daily frustrations. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Chuck Norris. Yeah, okay, I, he would have been my second guess. <laughs> He's a meditation guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With age, you get to a place where you don't want to knock people out. You just want to give people a hug. Dolph Lundgren. Vin Diesel. Oh, man. And then, because again, I just I just want lots of winning. There is no Dolph Lundgren okay. in the remaining remaining questions. The difference between <clears throat> the difference between a hero and a coward is one step sideways. Okay, of all the quotes so far, that's probably my favorite. Not for nothing. It's pretty good, right? Like, that's actually a really really good quote. Uh, where are are we? Like. Are we 90s? Are we 2000s? Are we 80s? Give me a little help. Uh, long career, prob 
you would think of him as 90s, but most of his biggest stuff is like 70s into 80s. Ooh, 70s into 80s. Wow. Most of his action stuff was uh, was younger. You have recently, and I say like past six months, rewatched one of his movies, and we've discussed it. I've recently rewatched something that this person's done. This person is an act. What action movie did I rewatch that we rewatched? You might consider him more of just a, a straight up dramatic actor. Huh. Oh, I'm stuck. I can't think of it. First, I was going to say like Sean Connery, but I don't know that he was, he was an act. He was never really an action star. I don't, would you consider Bond movies action? Sure. Okay. Uh, back that's what the, i mean but that would be 60 his time was the 60s, 60s yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i don't know gene hackman gene hackman definitely and i did just rewatch that it, you know what i'm happy that my favorite quotes from hackman i feel good about myself for that nice all right last one respect your efforts respect yourself self-respect leads to self-discipline when you have both firmly under your belt that's real power also a pretty good quote. And this guy's this guy's action time was 60s, 70s, though you know him absolutely, and he's still relevant in filmmaking today. Still relevant in filmmaking today, 60s and 70s, Michael Caine. <laughs> uh, Clint Eastwood. Oh, yeah, good old Clint. That's funny. I, yeah, I don't think of him as an action star because I think of right. him as an old guy since the 90s, but as like a really good old guy. Uh, that was fun, and I'm proud that I was at least in the realm of getting some of them close. Yeah, you did pretty well, buddy. I'll take it. All right. Now, I got to share with you the other coolest trivia thing I found during this. Please. The original scriptwriters, when they were putting the screenplay together, they sort of realized that the movie they were making was just going to be way too expensive to make, too difficult, like nothing was going to work. So they took a pause on working on that and instead just had this little idea they had about this crazy little space monster somehow getting inside a, uh, a spaceship and terrorizing the crew. And so they sort of noodled on that and that movie became Alien. That's amazing. That's amazing. Like if it were not for an early attempt to make Total Recall happen, we wouldn't have had it Alien. I love random historical stuff like that, where you can trace it back and be like, if not for this event, this thing never would have happened. Yeah. Yeah. So I have, cool. I have a ton of really weird ones of those, and that's a really good one. So I think I got one more of my question. Then you have a, you have a question or two over there, buddy? Oh, I got two, pal. You got two? We can do one of yours first if you want. No, no, no. Let's finish yours out first. Okay. Because I just kind of keep putting you on the spot. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying let's just we'll run right through this. I'm in a good I'm having a great time. I'm having a great time. <laughs> all right. All right. I love it. You're going to have to tell me what these movies have in common. I'm so bad at these ones. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Same rules apply. You may make one guess per per clue given. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, that's just to limit you because of the copious amounts of like con- things that come flowing out while we do this. Yeah, right. Not the blank space that's in my mind. Yeah, sure. All right, first up, RoboCop. Okay, so far, uh, robots, got it. Keep going. Okay, Clash of the Titans. Big budget, bad movie. Okay, Karate Kid. Uh, Okay, now I'm actually going to start trying to find a through line here. Clash of the Titans, Karate Kid, RoboCop. Um... 
Dream sequence? Mm. No. About last night. That doesn't help me in, like in any way, shape, or form. No problem. Should, should we move on to the next one then? Sure. Red Dawn. Ooh. See, the problem with every time we do this, the problem is I get stuck on the one, like you'll you'll say a group of movies and I'll I'll marry myself to the one that I'm most familiar with. Right. And so right now I'm just going karate kid, and then you say another movie, and I go, What do those have in common? And I'm not actually carrying it through to the other movies at all. <laughs> um so Red Dawn, I still don't uh I still don't yeah, Robocop, I got nothing, man. Okay. Vacation. Vacation? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo. Not like National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah. Oh, that one. Okay. Oh. Uh, uh what? What? <laughs> yeah. No? No. Okay. Fame. I'm gonna live forever. Uh, I have. I mean, it's getting worse. Is it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Ghostbusters. Um, trying to think if there's music involved now because now we've got two music thingies in a row. It's not music. That. Thank you for the head shake. Um, I mean, genuinely, nothing even remotely coming to mind right now. I thought Ghostbusters might have been the giveaway one. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> well, the last one definitely won't help because I threw it in for funsies. Is overboard? Overboard uh, is that? Is that actually the the boat movie? Yeah. Okay. I was thinking for some reason over the top was. I just expected we would talk about over the top in this episode because it feels like the right time. You had prepped for over the top. <laughs> I was ready for over the top. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry to tell you that other than that random quote by Sylvester Stallone, there will be no further discussion of over the top. That's unfortunate. In any of this movie. All right, so I'm going to do a, a quick series of questions to see if I can maybe orient this because clearly I'm not just going to sure. get it. So uh, it's not music-based. Nope. Um, it has nothing to do with the writers or anything, right? Nope. So is it a, is it plot-driven? Mm, barely. No, eh, it's one of those hard to sort of, sort of hard to answer in a way. Okay. So does that have something to do with like a group of people? So no, this. Uh, hey. How about you're thinking about it totally wrong? How about I'll do one of those? Like you're you're in. Take it. Take a whole step back. Take take yourself one whole step back there. All right, fully zoomed out. Zoom out. Here's where I want you to really focus on these that I think might help the most. Let's go with Total Recall. Sure. Ghostbusters. Uh huh. Karate Kid. Uh huh. And Clash of the Titans. Have, have you seen any of those? I've seen all of them. Uh, actually, I don't know if I've seen Clash of the Titans. No, I did. That's the one with Sam, whatever his name is, from uh, from Avatar, right? Sam Worthington? Yeah. Um, yes. And or Harry Hamlin. They've all been remade. All these movies have been remade. Pointless 80s reboots. Oh, this is good. So I didn't know Clash of the Titans was a remake. I forgot that Jaden Smith did that other one. And yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, this is this is a, I'm going to blame this generationally because I didn't know. I also for, I also you got to watch me find out that they remade Total Recall with Colin Farrell. That's right. Minutes before this podcast, <laughs> which actually gave me hope that it would be you know, sort of sitting around back there. And I actually did the movies in this order where I, I thought you would know that the first three and then the rest might just sort of leave you in this like. Are those Jeremy's 80s movies that really actually happened or not actual movies kind of land? Yeah. And then I thought Ghostbusters would sort of like pulled all the way back. So it, what's funny is it should, but I, and this is with no disrespect meant to Ghostbusters, but I don't even consider it a reboot. It's such a departure from the original that like I, it's almost like just a, it's paying homage. Whereas like Karate Kid was, they just redid the story in the same, it's the same story. Right. Like it's moderately updated because they travel to Japan. Like, it's just, it's not much different. But, like, Ghostbusters, to me, doesn't even register as as part of that franchise. <laughs> well, I, to me, it's a, it is fully a pointless reboot. I would love to see that exact cast do a Ghostbusters movie that isn't a reboot. That's a simple, like, yeah. we're in the Ghostbusters universe. Yep. We've got four brilliant actresses who are, who are really good at what they do and give them real personalities, because... They had none in the reboot. I don't don't even, the the Ghostbusters reboot bothers me so much because it is such wasted potential. Like the, the franchise and the talent, you know what I mean? Like they had no excuse of wasting both. Yeah. That, that movie was literally just one step to the left of being good because see, I see what I did there. Like I see that my only pitch for that. And I might've brought this up on the podcast before just make one of them. Somebody's daughter. The end. It would have been such a good movie if you just did sure. that, right? Just make make them one of them, Frankman. Just make, and then that's it. And then it's just like, oh, okay, these these kids are carrying it on, and these are her friends from college, yep. and it's a whole new world. And the end. It would have been perfect. Yep. You could you could find all of Daddy's old equipment, and oh. then like they they redo the costumes to make them fit, and like so easy. And the, and then yep. those guys could have been a part of it, and they could have been old and senile and funny and telling ghost stories. I mean, it was it'd be it's. I mail it in. That's a mail it in reboot that they somehow missed by trying to do something too clever. Which actually is a really nice setup for one one other little bit of trivia I have. And I had said this, so I was watching this with some friends the, earlier this week. And when the scene, there's a there's a fight between um, Sharon Stone and I keep forgetting the other actress's name, uh, R- Rachel Tacotin, I believe Tacotin. Okay. Uh, if you when you eventually rewatch this, the fights pretty legit like and i remember at the time it was a big deal this is again aging myself but i actually remember when it was like oh look a fight scene between women that is not like a slap fest or whatever but actually trained stunts apparently sharon stone earned a reputation on stage because she did a lot of her own uh stage fighting cool which i think's cool because i think she's just a great actress and just to hear that too like that's cool that's awesome yeah yeah, and that was all the director's choice. Paul Verhoeven did not. He said, "There's a quote like, I will not have a cat fight or worse in my movie.' Right? Perfect. Like, way to go! Like the 1990. You know, some things did did start to get worked out. Oh yeah, man. You can see you can see little things throughout all of it, um, where you start to see where it started to turn around. It just wasn't with the momentum it has now. All right, so uh, the snackable cod podcast is turning into a meal. So let's do the last two questions quick. First one, obvious. You know, it's coming. But we are going to make a little bit of a change because we have a growing list of, of people we love. We're going we're gonna to quarantine down to five. So I'm going to give you the five people and I want you to pick the one that you would put in. 
clearly we need to do baby Quaid this week because there's a Quaid involved. Yep. Um, I think Fave Zane, I don't know that I'm ever going to not include Fave Zane, just to be clear. I think Sola Nicole belongs in here because there's a couple roles that she actually could have potentially gotten into. Uh, I'm going to go discount Johnny Depp and I'm going to go Max Cage. Place one and and where? Sure, I got it. No problem. I was ready for this. Okay. And the craziest bit of trivia is that Nicole Kidman was up for the role. No kidding. That's fine. Yes, man. she was. But that's not the one. Yeah, it's not the one I pick. Um, I... Although I think she actually could have pulled off, pulled off that that well that role pretty well. Uh, it was just still a little outside where I, I think she's great at. Uh, I think I think Max Cage in this movie would have been awesome because rewatching it and hearing all of Arnold's noises. Right. By the way, that was an actual quote. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hearing all of his noises. You just think, like, obviously he would have done it differently, but this would have been such a glorious realm for Mr. Cage to go do his thing at the max level. Yeah, I I'm, I'm, I don't know that I'm ever going to really disagree with the Max Cage placement, but uh, this one, in, put it basically sub Max Cage into anywhere Arnold is, and I can kind of get into that, like, for yeah. sure. Um, okay, which means the last question, as always, on a scale of Superman 4 Quest for Peace... To E.T., where is Total Recall? The answer is Blade Runner 2019. Stacked firmly between the two. (laughs) Uh, I love when you have something completely prepared, even though you don't know what movies I'm going to do. That's great. Uh, This is fun. I'm actually going to rewatch this. I for sure am going to rewatch this. Just, just make your way through those opening credits, all six, seven, eight minutes of them, with nothing happening on screen, just like the movies today. Right, with absolutely nothing happening. Uh, this is good. I, I'm going to rewatch this. I highly suggest that uh, all of you listeners also rewatch this. Please follow us on the Twitters, on the Instagrams, or don't. We actually don't care. We're just happy you're here. Happy Master Sunday, everybody. Now has come for leaving fear. Now we shall return. We were so glad we could make it, but so sad we got to run. Well, it might be a long time till we raise another glass. You can rest assured that next time we'll have ourselves a laugh.